0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits.
0: I do want to talk about euthanasia. Uh, Should euthanasia be legalised? I read a very interesting article in uh, Extra.ie by the journalist and my good friend Jason O'Toole. And in it, Vicky Phelan says she's in favour of euthanasia in Ireland and would avail of it herself if the pain from her illness became unbearable. So I want to know what you think. Do you believe, and Vicky Phelan obviously lending her voice to it now, uh, it certainly seems to be the next big agenda in this country. We've had, you know, same-sex marriage. We've had abortion. We've had the divorce changes. All those progressive changes. Some people call them progressive. Some people call them regressive. Uh, but that's entirely independent how you voted. Now the next one on the menu seems to be euthanasia. Should euthanasia be legal or assisted suicide, as some people call it in Ireland, if somebody is terminally ill, for example, should we be allowed to let them die with dignity? Now, in a searingly honest conversation, she said as well that she admitted she has already made funeral arrangements for a secular ceremony with strict instructions for no priest to attend the event, which has to be a celebration, she said, of her life. And opening up for the first time about the thoughts, her thoughts on euthanasia, she told them that I would be pro-euthanasia, definitely, I would hate to be in a position where I was in a lot of pain or lingering, as can happen to a lot of people, uh, that people are waiting for four or five days for somebody to die. It's terrible for the patient. It's terrible for the family having to sit and watch their loved one dying in pain. It's not a nice sight to see. And people, when they're dying, admitting that she's ultimately decided against traveling to another EU destination where euthanasia is legal, she explains, I have thought about it quite a lot. But the problem is, because it's not legal in this country, I'd have to go outside the uh, the country to do it. And then she went on to say, then uh, you're getting into a situation where if you tell members of your family that and you bring them with, them, with you, uh, they're going to be prosecuted when they come back into Ireland for assisting you. And of course, that is the case. And we did have a high profile case here some time ago. And she also went on to say, and then I was thinking uh, that would be fine for me. But if, if and when it happened and I died in whatever country they allowed to happen then my family have still to bring my remains back and it would make it even more difficult for my family. I couldn't do it then. So yes, obviously. Now, as you know, the MSO from Maria Fleming failed in her right to die Supreme Court case in 2013, and uh, Vicky's comments could be put uh, could put the issue of assisted dying or um, euthanasia back on the political agenda. Recently, by the way, in New Zealand, they've put euthanasia to a public vote, so they'll have a referendum on it. I want to know if you believe euthanasia will be legalised in Ireland. I don't think we have to have a referendum on it. I could be wrong on that. Maybe if a legal expert is listening, they could let us know their opinion on that. And I know people have argued about this. I think it could be passed to the Senate. I don't believe that we would would have to have a change in our constitution. I think it would be allowed to the constitution. It just has we just have to change the law. So let me know what you think. Uh, do you believe or would you support euthanasia in Ireland and people's right to die with assistance? Let me know. Uh, the number is treble zero eight. Bernie, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Bernie?
1: Hi Niall, how are you today?
0: It's a very depressing question because we all don't want to talk about the end of our lives, but do we want to end our lives miserable and pain with no dignity? And should we have the right to have a doctor come along and say, here's an L injection or a couple of tablets off you pop?
1: You see, um, as, from my nursing background, I, I watched people. I have been there at the end with people. and you did, know, you, did you, you work w- in palliative care? In nursing, all, you, went, you went through all aspects of care. You started at the beginning at life and you went to the end. It was right. an, incorporated in all our lives. Okay. We dealt with it on, you could have it on a daily basis or weekly basis, depending on your patients and what kind of care they were under. But for me personally... I dealt with a lot of people with very bad cancers who in, in back in the day, you know, they were incurable. They are, thank God, more treatable. And a lot of those patients were in an awful lot of pain. And um, even in the early stages, palliative care wasn't well known about, you know, and they were just given, you know, it's fantastic service now where they helped teeter, you know, be able to die with dignity as they have pain as much pain relief as they can give them, you know, that their bodies can accept. And it doesn't work for everybody. It does work for a lot of people. But well, we do
0: euthanize people to some extent, don't we? Because well, we, we overdose them with morphine.
1: Well, you see, it's built... It's, it, I can only go on with my own personal... Except that my husband didn't have cancer. He had end stages of uh, smoking-related diseases and heart disease. Right. And he two weeks before he died, I, didn't, I wasn't aware he had signed his DNR himself. He was on a... Por- um, O- oxymorpha or oromorph and it was being increased every two or three hours it got to the stage where he couldn't walk to the bathroom he had to be wheeled out he was and no quality of life he was on oxygen 24 7 he couldn't take his oxygen off and eat either you know it was just got to that stage he was in you know and and good spirits but he had no quality of life and mm-hmm. um, and on the last the day before he died they put him on a pump a morphine day, pump yeah yeah so, on the day he died, I went in and uh, I just said to them, um, Is that not a lot of morphine? And she said, No, this is as much as he's using at the moment orally, and we're just going to make it more comfortable for him so he doesn't have to ask because he couldn't hardly talk at that stage. And he died that night.
0: But most people will be aware, or well, a lot of people will be aware of a situation where, you know, either an elderly person who was extremely ill or sick, maybe with cancer, as you pointed out yourself, and they're at home and they're on uh, mechanical morphine. And, you know, most people would be aware that the doctors would increase the dosage to reduce the pain as the pain gets worse. And by increasing that dosage, it basically uh, shuts out the organs. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's like, for example, when we talk about chemotherapy. I mean, chemotherapy can save you or kill you. It can do one or the other. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's Like, an that, es-
1: like, any, like any, any surgeries or any risks, like, no, no one knows. We, do, we can't. We're on a journey. We don't know. Yeah, but
0: we do know when we increase, increase morphine to a certain level, there's no turning back.
1: Yeah, but... In some cases, not all cases. In some cases, people are actually to walk when they weren't able to before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 but most people, reality, they've never taken morphine. Okay. So it's broken their system. And but
0: but so to the to the point in relation to what Vicky Phelan says that this is the next political agenda, obviously. Should we legalise euthanasia? Should I be able... You know, if Bernie was my wife and, she, you know, and Jesus, I hope it never happens to Bernie, but you have some sort of incurable illness and you're lying on a bed in agony, screaming in pain, and they're doing the best they can for you for pain relief, and Bernie says to me, there's two tablets there on the table and drink water. I can't move, unfortunately. Can you feed them to me? Or can the doctor feed me? Or somebody? can somebody just put me down, essentially? Do you believe and Bernie then, should be entitled to that?
1: Well, uh, you, you, I, do, I should be able to do it for my, Me personally, I'm only talking for myself... You know, I would say, you know, like, um, I, I would take, if I could do it myself, I, would. I wouldn't I would expect anyone else yeah, to do it Yeah, but that's properly.
0: suicide. That's perfectly legal, and, and I don't want to be insensitive, it is.
1: stockpiling uh, tablets that we don't know. You know, there is, there is people doing this yeah, to But, why, but that's
0: not, it's very undignified. Would you not rather not, uh, you know, a doctor administer the right dosage to allow you to do it properly? This is the point of, of euthanasia. I mean, don't get me wrong. People do take their own lives, and there's nothing illegal about it. And, and it's a sad consequence of life that people do things like that. But in relation to euthanasia, where a doctor does it in a dignified manner, do you believe we should be allowed to do that?
1: I see. I'm on the fence. Not I know I, I, I don't. I'm not very strong. But for me, you know, with you, you, how would you feel about it if I ask you the question? How do you feel if it was you?
0: Do you know what? I'm pretty like you, Bernie, um, and I'm actually saying that because I'm the radio host. I am a, I am a little bit on the fence because I, I do, I'm do. i always afraid when we introduce legislation that, OK, that's fine. That's perfect legislation. And it's only for people who will have two doctors sign it off who are extremely ill. And we can clarify that they're terminally ill, etc., cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the rules start to change.
2: Yeah,
0: and, and that's, and th- my, that's fear. my concern. Yes, of that's course. I think, I think up. that's everybody's concern, isn't
1: it? Yeah, but I mean, if, if you personally, I mean, you're, my, I just, my dad has dementia. You know, he's not there anymore. He's just a shell of the man we all knew and loved. Well,
0: uh, there would be but no he, suggestion that people who weren't sound of mind would be able to make that decision.
1: Exactly. But my yeah. mom loves the idea that she can still go up and, talk, you know, hold his hand.
0: Hmm. Well, I, I, see, I don't, I would never agree with somebody else choosing to euthanise you. Because exactly. as far as I can say, that's murder.
1: Yeah, and so how... how, how Well, you, how you would have up?
0: to... Well, well, in the legislation, it would have to be quite clear that the person making the decision makes it while they're a sound mind.
1: Uh, you see, five years ago, my dad... Would he be in a sound mind? He wouldn't have known what... Nobody knew what dementia was. You know, mm-hmm. he was never going to see himself getting it. But, you know, what would he signed for? Well,
0: I don't know, that's, that, that would have to be the part of the rules. It would also have to be part would of the Would you rules. have
1: it like... Sorry, sorry for crossing over you. Um, you know, like your driving license, you know, take my organs.
0: No, I don't think so, no. You would have no, to be a sound think? mind at the, time that at the time at the time it actually happens. Not, mm-hmm. you know, in other words, I'm of sound mind now and I turn around to you and on the air I say, right, I want to be euthanized if I ever get sick. That shouldn't be valid because when you get sick, you might, you know, and you may be not be of sound mind then, you might actually change your mind. So it would have to be at the time, I would imagine.
1: And what about the lady who did and her partner, that mm-hmm. accused him, um... Like when she was a, when she was able to do it for herself, did she not want to do it then? Why did she make somebody else responsible for doing it for her?
0: Yeah, look, it is a difficult task, you know what I mean, and it, and it's a difficult question to ask people, and and I understand all the pitfalls of it, and you know my main pitfall as well is some people would say it devalues old age, and it makes people yeah. who are maybe old and unhealthy feel like they're a burden. Uh, but stay there for a second. I want to go to Paul as well. Paul, you're on classic. against Adrian Paul. Hi, Noel. How are you? love the show. Uh, Paul, yeah, i i I'll be honest with you, Paul, I've been on the fence on this one myself. Yeah, I'm not in the fence on this one,
3: Noel. I'm totally in disagreement with it. Okay. Because it's, it's a dangerous concept to, to bring anything like that into this country. The way our, uh, our legislators and our governments um, bring in this kind of legislation and they add to it, I mean, we see the, the, the situation with the abortion issue. It was only supposed to be a so-many-week, you know, fatal, fatal abnormality, and then all of a sudden then it's... Longer than that, we're paying for the abortion through our taxes, and uh, anyone can get abortion, no limit. So they've changed the rules. They've pushed the boat out and they'll do the same. And, w- and the what's
0: the worst that could happen? I tell you what, Paul, I have to take a break so I have a think about this sure. during the break and I'll come straight back to you after the break if you, if you don't mind holding. Have a think about what's the worst that could happen if the laws end up being liberalised. Just look at a text here which, is, which I believe is a bit dramatic. It says no to euthanasia. They will end up killing all the elderly and kill people just for their organs. Also children. It's a good way uh, for them to clear up the hospital waiting lists. Now, that's the kind of erratic nonsense Uh, that I wouldn't listen to but what's the worst thing that could happen if we say for example said tomorrow let's legalise euthanasia provided somebody's of sound mind and has written you know uh, reports from two doctors to say they're terminally ill Well that's
3: all well and good Noel in that respect but you know yourself as well as I do that once a law comes in and the legislators legislate for it that they change it and especially in this country. I'm not saying every country's the same but especially in Ireland and we've seen it as I said with the abortion issue now, mm-hmm. that, the text I, I, you just read out before, I'm not 100% in agreement, but I am in agreement in some sense, because it could come to uh, government sanctioned euthanasia where they think, like they did in Nazi Germany in the 1940s, where they took the children of special needs, deaf children, blind children, and gassed them in the back of trucks. I'm not saying they will do that in that way, but they could easily... Bring so you believe
0: that some people's value will be less than others? Oh, 100%. Based 100%. on their position in society. In other words, that, that you believe that elderly people will believe there's some sort of burden on society?
3: Absolutely. I, I do 100% believe that. And and especially if it, if it got in without um, without people voting it in... Um, well, it this is the thing. I don't,
0: I don't think there would no. need to be a referendum in relation to this.
3: I think there should be. If there was going to be... and You know, Noel, I do believe 100% that it will come in. I do believe that. I've no doubt in my mind that this government, that that's in... They've brought in abortion. they brought in gay marriage. They've brought in... Um,
0: Divorce. They brought,
3: they brought in, the, well, the uh,
0: short tire, short uh, yeah, divorce.
3: But, but yeah, the, but yeah, but but it's getting worse. And
0: and the other thing I do believe is that did you vote? It, no, did you vote no to all those things, Paul? Oh, I did. Okay, so, so you're a yeah. conservative. I, I, by the way, I've oh, yeah, yeah. no problem with that. No, ab- I respect absolutely. your views.
3: And I, and I believe I, I, I believe within within this government, this particular government, um, uh, being being leftists and liberals, I, I believe, and I'm probably going off subject pro- topic here, but I believe the LGBT will have a P on the end of it at some stage for paedophile because they will allow that to be brought in too. I have no trust for them, with this government. Well,
0: there, well there, is, uh, there is already campaigns in the United States to allow... Uh, not for the P for the LBGBT or LGBT uh, but for support for paedophiles and campaign groups and to allow these groups on Twitter and Facebook who have they call an attraction to children but actually haven't done anything about it illegally in other words which is mm. quite bizarre okay. Um, yes, but let me, oh, okay but stay there for a second I don't want to get into that today uh, Shirley, well, Shirley you're on Classic Kids how are you doing Shirley how's
1: it going
0: um, Shirley um, you're pro-euthanasia I am yeah I
1: would be So, my dads just
0: for myself. Okay, so and just to mention, by the way, it says on my screen here you've had cancer six times.
1: Yes. Oh my cancer.
0: God, you've had a bad run, Shirley. Are you okay now, or how are, are you in remission?
1: I'm in remission at the minute, and um, I'm hoping it'll stay like that.
0: And um, I hope so and, too.
1: And as I, I was saying, like to your um, the girl on the phone, I was said uh, I was told I was dying before, um, you know, and I I knew I was dying myself because I was so ill. And I used to say to my... Like, I, I, I had to retire out of my job. You know, cancer takes away more than um, just it, one thing. I had to get it, finish up my job and the whole lot. But um, I'm still here, they say. But there was nights I, I, I would say to family members, I didn't want to get up in the morning. Because of the pain that's so bad. And I totally agree with Vicky, wheeling and what she said.
0: So if, it, so if it got to a point where you were 100% sure where you, that you were going to die and you were in a lot of pain, yes. you would like to be able to be assisted medically to die?
1: Yes,
0: and I, I'll give you an example. See, the problem with it is it doesn't tie in with human nature. The fight to live, I suppose, you know, the will to live ties in with human nature. And really, when we get to that point in our lives, do we really want to die? or are we just doing it because we maybe consider ourselves to be some sort of burden on other people?
1: Well, I have a... a, like It's called a living will. I don't think it's legal. But I have it done out anyway. And I don't want to end up like a a vegetable in a bed for the rest of my life. If I did, something did happen. Um, And the last... The last attack of cancer that I've had was in my brain. And I was told that I could either end up in a wheelchair or i'd be blind or i'd be dead one or the other and i thought oh jesus and my solicitor was in the um scanning room with me um taking down my details because i was a full mind of what i wanted
0: of course yeah
1: and he was sitting in and i was shouting out to him what i wanted and um, before my brain surgery and J-
0: just in case
1: just in case yeah I don't want people I don't want to live like that I really
0: don't well, well, well hang on a second because Paul you listened to Shirley there who has been unfortunate enough to have cancer six times yeah uh, I'm she, so sorry yeah she she doesn't want to be in a situation where she said she's in a vegetative state or she's in a huge amount of pain she wants to die with dignity yes that's
1: exactly
0: OK, Paul, oh, sorry, I, I, Paul we'll, we'll let Paul just respond to but,
3: that. Yeah, no, I can totally understand and respect that. I, I really do, and I feel... I'm so sorry that you've, you've gone through that. And I understand that it is all of our fears to have to go through something like that and to be uh, a burden on our families, as, as, as we call it. But I don't... I just do not agree with allowing it to be in the hands of the but government. Well, why, why would you say no. ta-
0: But why would you deny Shirley that right? And I know we had the same. We had the same argument when it came to abortion for choice, but that was different. It was with another human being inside a, a person. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but but now we're not that. That argument isn't even there. Why would you deny Shirley that right? I mean, look, if she wanted to, she could take her own life.
3: Well that, that's I mean, and, that's and, and,
0: and and, but, and, but that's not very dignified, is it? Well, there's the... Well, it's... It's, it's not, abortion. and people can get it wrong, you know, and unfortunately people could end up in a worse situation. At, yeah, least, at least with euthanasia, you're doing it by... Administrated by a doctor. Well, they're doing it anyway,
3: Noel. You know, I mean, I, I'll give you a, a, a quick example of what happened to us, our family, two years ago. My father, less than two years ago, was in a nursing home. And at Christmas time, he went into a deep sleep. They called us all up, told us he was dying, he wouldn't survive, and everything else. And I said, I said, no, I'm not accepting that. I said, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with him. So I'd be saying, um, and uh, a couple of hours later, he just woke up and looked around the bed and seen what he was doing there. And uh, then he just had to make excuses, like, you know, literally. And a couple of months later, it happened again. And they would not allow my sister to call an ambulance for him in the nursing home. They just started administering morphine and it mm-hmm. killed
0: him. Well, morphine can kill you. Shirley, I, I, the idea that you know, we devalue human life by essentially saying it's okay to kill other people, so we're, we're training doctors and paying do- doctors to take a Hippocratic Oath um, to, you know, to, to keep people alive, and now we're saying, well, should we want you to kill people?
1: Well, it's, it's a very kind of person. I think it's the person themselves, if they're able to say, look, I, I don't want to end up like this, and they say that it's their solicitor or their firm. Well, it has to be uh, in writing. That you, you know, if it was legal. It's not legal in this country. No. Um, I certainly wouldn't go abroad to do it. I think that's, you know...
0: That's also uh, illegal, by the way. To, to yeah. it's, it's illegal to leave the country yeah. and do it, yeah. And if anyone oh. goes with you, by the way, they'll be charged with murder.
1: Exactly. So, I know, I, I, now I'm in remission and everything is great. But I wake up every morning and th- it decide which which way am I going to be in bed for the day with hit, with um, pressure in my head or, it's, you know, pain somewhere. Um, and, it, you know, it does... Because it does, I, I was a qualified paramedic for 15 years, and I had to give it up. You know, so I, have, I had some idea. And I've seen people dying from cancer, and it's horrendous.
0: Oh, no, it is. It is. I only watched somebody dying there not so long ago, and it's a horrendous thing to watch. Vicky Phelan has lent her voice to what has now become the biggest political debate, and I suppose the next debate on the agenda which is euthanasia New Zealand have recently uh, said they will put it to the vote to the people and now Vicky has believes that Ireland should do the same and she would like to avail of it if it was available because as she mentioned already she realistically has about two years left uh, to live hoping she might have five but she says she has two realistically and she doesn't want to die in pain she wants to die in dignity she's already made her funeral arrangements let me know what you think would you be in favour of euthanasia or assisted suicide? Malachi you're on Classic kids. how you doing Good afternoon, Malik. Malik, we spoke about this about a month ago, and we said, you know, when the story about New Zealand came out, it'd only be a matter of time before it becomes a political debate here. It now is a political debate.
4: Well, it seems that we have now in power in this government, not just just in this country, not just in the government, but across the whole NGO sector. You have this leftist liberal agenda now, which is intent on seeing that Ireland is the cheerleader for all of these things that most of us would find apparent. I'm just on two little things. When when
0: you say most of us find apparent, if you're if you're referencing the recent referendums that we've had, they've all been landslides.
4: In time, people will realise that because the majority of people agree with something at a particular time, doesn't make it right. It's I believe it's wrong to murder. Full stop. Whether you're unborn or whether you're at the end of your life, or whether you're somewhere in the middle and you're of you no but use murder is the Murder
0: is the unintentional, or should I say, the intentional killing of somebody without their permission. This is not murder.
4: Oh, no, no, it's not. It's the intent, well, if, in law, the intention to do grievous bodily harm is murder. But if if mean, I, that's but the if legal I, definition, we, right? So you, you cannot kill somebody with their consent.
0: Well, then it becomes manslaughter, by the way. No, no, murder.
4: manslaughter is where you don't intend to kill them and they, they are killed so, as a result of... So a, of my defi- by
0: definition of law, if I asked you, consented to you, and we had some sort of proof of it in law, and I had it written in proof that I said to Maliki, Maliki, I want, want you to give me those two tablets there, that'll kill me. Um, obviously, you would be, in this country, you would be charged.
4: No, no more than you can tell me to drive down the wrong side of the road because you think it's a good idea. That's a different situation. But it's not. It's a, the law, well, then you're, it's then it's you're risking the
0: lives of those who are not consenting.
4: Well, hold on. You... You're asking me or you're asking somebody to say that it's okay to do something that's illegal. But just two points before we just move on to that. Um, just, I just see a report in from England there from the Royal College of Obstetricians. And if anybody has any doubts where we're going with all of this, they are now um, want the law changed where two doctors don't have to sign off on an abortion. And we know that in clinics in, in Britain, that the forms are there signed before you go in, that they want to be able to do it on the phone or FaceTime. And secondly, just in relation to, to your own incident there in, 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 in Belfast, I'm sick and tired of listening to the so-called feminists, well, actually the feminazis in this country, talking about women's health. And we heard, about them, we heard from them ad nauseum how they were so concerned about women's health. My wife um, had a recent procedure, um, a woman's problem, let's say. If she was to wait on the public health system our appointment to see a consultant, not to get the job done, is next April. Now, she was able, luckily because we have private health care, not because we want a, a, a five-star room with a beacon. Like most people, we want treatment when we need it, before not two years down the road.
0: Treatment before you you're actually die. Dead. Yeah, okay.
4: Now, that is a real issue of um, women's health that the rights of the, the liberal leftists never mention. And you have somebody like a government minister, the woman who led the abortion campaign for, for Fine Gael, goes into a children's hospital and is shocked that she has to wait a couple of hours. And this somehow comes as a surprise to her. I, okay, I, I, but, but, but
0: leaving that aside, and, and I understand the points you're making in relation to where, we should, where our priorities should be in dealing with people, right? But now we've had, we have a woman who is at the centre of the cervical cancer um, scandal and is now a campaigner of course. He, she herself only has two years to live by her own reckoning realistically but would like to live for five because as you know she's on experimental drugs at the moment and hopefully she will live longer. But she herself says she doesn't want to die in pain. She doesn't want to die without dignity. She said she would be pro-euthanasia definitely. She said I would, I would hate to be in a position where I was in a lot of pain and lingering.
4: Well, with all due respect to Vicky Field, and I know she came off Twitter last week because she's not any, she doesn't want to take any criticism. If I knew I had two years left to live, the last thing I would be doing would be involving myself in a public campaign. I would be concentrating my time, what time I had left, on my family.
0: But, but, but then, well, then surely that's to be admired, isn't it? Well, that, that, you know, that although she doesn't have a lot of time left in her own life, she's thinking of others in a sense that well, she is a well, campaigner well, for cervical cancer and also that she's now, uh, well, she's taken it upon herself uh, to be a supporter of euthanasia.
4: Well, you see, what euthanasia is is about people who want to kill somebody or who ultimately want um, perhaps to kill themselves, want me and you and society to say that it's okay. Just as they did with abortion by, by spinning it and it's uh, my body, my choice and all of this. I don't believe that it's right to kill at the beginning of life, before life, or at any stage through it. So you
0: would prefer to see somebody die in pain?
4: There's nobody dies in pain in this country now.
0: Oh come on. Nobody. Stop. I watched, I watched somebody die in the last the last few years. Efficient. No, no, efficient no, 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 Malachi, hang, hang on for a second. I watched somebody with cancer die in the last few years. Uh, and I remember watching that person uh, and it was the most traumatic thing I've ever seen. That person gasping for breath. Hanging in there for, you know, I think about 24 hours, gasping for breath. And I mean gasping for breath in absolute and utter pain, even though there was morphine.
4: No, I watched my own father die of cancer. Yeah. And I can say that he wasn't in pain. There was enough. OK, well, that's your anecdote story. I'm giving and, you mine. You know, but and, and that is the majority of case. We do have palliative care. We do have end of life care where that pain is managed.
0: But people yeah, do. But die. The there are people who d- there are people who die in pain, Malik. You they're
4: can't deny it. So if
0: those people are of sound mind, I'm not talking about people by the way who have Alzheimer's who can't make up their own mind and other people are making the decision on their behalf. If somebody's of sound mind and they're in great pain, surely they should be able to say to a doctor, I don't want to go out. I don't want to continue with this. Can you but give you see, me a glass like, of water and two tablets there and off I go? sound mind,
1: there
4: are plenty, I mean, anybody who has, is dying of cancer for instance who is of sound mind has sufficient medication there to to end our own life but what this
0: well, is why about, would you want somebody what? to do that in case they make a hames of it but
1: why do they want
4: me to do it for them
0: because in case they make a hames of it i mean if somebody i mean absolutely we understand that people can take their own on, lives I might. or take an overdose if that's what they feel they want to do but but they want to do it under medical supervision
4: they don't what they want is society to be remodelled and that we have no sense of, you know, if you go back to the very beginnings of time, people knew right and wrong. People knew good and evil. And now we're kind of mixing those two together, where what we perceived as a society, a Western civilization, was evil, which was the killing of somebody for no reason, or indeed for, for personal reasons or whatever, that it was wrong to take life.
0: Okay, we'll stay, stay there for a second, Malika, if you can. Let me go to Martina as well. Martina, Maliki puts up a really good argument against euthanasia that essentially what we're doing is legalising murder.
5: Okay, well, firstly, I'd like to say Maliki speaks really well. However, I really disagree with him. I'm not an extreme lefty. I have huge respect for human life. However, not just because, but I have watched both my parents in very different circumstances die. And I can tell you now that if somebody had said to me when my dad was dying with a brain tumour... And I disagree profoundly with him saying you have adequate medication there to end your own life. If you're in a hospital environment, you don't. You don't have access to excessive medication. If somebody had have said to me, press this button on the morphine or if i don't know what to do and there weren't going to be legal implications, I morally would not feel one iotum of guilt Ending my dad's life. He was a really good person. He was having a horrific, painful death. Yes, he had morphine. He had lots of medication. But like you said, with somebody you heard groaning and moaning with pain, that's exactly what my family witnessed. And I know that my dad, I know him well enough to have known that he would have 100% wanted me to do that. But but
0: but the only thing I would say, Martina, no matter where we stand on this particular debate... I would hate to think that we were ever in a position where we legalised you making a decision for somebody well, else who was that's incapable my of making
5: point, it. Well, actually, you're, that, that's a very good point. And what I was going to say was, and I know this whole thing is extremely complex, and of course I don't agree that there would be an overall, um, oh, we agree with euthanasia, because of course it would be taken advantage of. Undoubtedly, there would be people who'd say, oh, I don't want to be bothered with that old person or that sick person or whatever. Yeah, people who be a burden, yes. I do believe that, say, take me, I'm six. I think I'm quite healthy and I think I'm of sound mind. My hope might debate that, but I think I'm of sight <laughs> sound mind. And I think that I should be able to sign a legal document. I do understand what you said. Well, if you were sick and you maybe had changed your mind, if you felt you had trust enough in another human being to make them your power of attorney, for want of a better word, and be judge that that person knows you well enough to know that your decision should be upheld, I strongly believe I should have the right to do that. Strongly. For example, and this is completely different. But for example, I'm an organ donor, so I say take anything you want, because my very blunt, uh, without trying to be uh, crass, is I'm going to either be burnt or I'm going to rot away in the yeah, ground. But so take you say what, you. yes, of yeah, course. take what you can. I would agree. With you. Family members, well, my husband kind of goes, oh, take all some chopping me up. And went, That's fine, but it's my decision, and hopefully, it will be help. I'm not an extreme lefty. I do have respect for life, but I also have respect for watching people groaning and moaning and dying and being in horrific demoralized conditions and i do think that that person should have the right i get what you're saying about other people but that's my point about that i should be able to say well i trust you enough that if i were in that position you would i don't think it's murder by the way i don't agree with that gentleman well, well, I don't well, legally
0: it's... it is at the moment at the moment yes at the
5: moment it is yeah i think there are I, I think we should all do our own thing but there are certainly blueprints in other countries that could be investigated by the authorities here of course, well, there, to be there, there aren't that
0: many countries
4: that legalise euthanasia, places are, like Finland you know, and Belgium. In those countries, hate. we have children now making decisions to end their no, own well, lives. I, I, I you know. completely disagree
0: with that. In the case you're talking about in Belgium, I think we mentioned this before, that the child didn't make a decision to end his own life. His parents made the decision on his behalf. No,
4: there were other cases where children did. I just don't have them in front of me. But you see, once you open the door... Uh, you know, we know what happened with abortion. That is the the the, the example that we do have, where we were told very limited circumstances. This, when any legislation like this comes in to permit something that the for centuries people have been opposed to, then the door opens, the floodgates open, and the the reasons that you use, for instance, to say, oh, "Well, I wouldn't allow this or that." In time, they are all eroded. And now I we get have your fear, and I abort. think it's
5: legitimate. Yeah, I get your fear, I think it's legitimate.
4: But I well, it's feel... more than an affair, it's a reality from the examples that we already have. If okay, we
5: look, well, at... can I ask you a question? Say, God forbid, tomorrow I was in a terrible accident, and my mind was okay, but I was told you for the rest of your life, are going to be, and I've seen somebody in this situation. Thankfully, I didn't know the person, but I'll never, ever forget seeing this person in a hospital years ago. And he'd been there about five years, he at 30-something. I'm going to be in this bed. There's no reason why I'm going to die, because they're going to keep me alive for the next 50, 60, 70 so years. So you'll be in a
0: vegetative state. Yes. This,
5: this, I will never forget. I went in to visit somebody in hospital and saw this guy, and I was speaking to the nurse, and he'd been in an accident. He was a young man, and he, he's probably still there. He, or he's probably somewhere else in a rehab centre. Can I just ask Maliki? If that gentleman was of sound mind, but his body, he he was completely, not just paralyzed, like he he would never, ever function in any way, couldn't feed himself, couldn't do anything. Does that person not have the right to end that agony?
4: Well, you see, once you go down that road, no, I don't think he does. Because once you allow that to happen, then everybody's life is is, um, qualified. And everybody's life, then, is only worth... As much as they they can would contribute, be, but, but
0: Malaki, you do have the right to take your own life in this of country. Of course, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Right. And it was illegal at one stage, by the way. I don't know how that worked out, but you do have a right. It was to the take only it. crime that, if you were
4: successful, that you couldn't be prosecuted.
0: Uh, absolutely. Okay. So, the, but the point is, if you have a right to take your own life, why why can't you have a right to have that done supervised? What's because, what's the diff, What really is the difference?
4: Uh, you see, in, in that case, you would want somebody to actually do it. Now, there are people who've been in comas and all of that, you know, and and different situations who years later, have come out of the comas. You know, so who's to say that somebody, you know, won't pull through?
0: Okay, well, d- d- well just stay there for a second because I'm, I'm, Rachel wants to talk to you as well. Rachel, you're on Classic. How are Rachel. Oh Rachel?
2: God, hey, you know, he is driving me mad, I have to be honest. I just think, you know, I think, you're, Maliki, I'm not being smart. I just think you're so close-minded. You keep going on about this abortion referendum. The, the floodgates are open. Abortion has been passed for a good while now, and the floodgates aren't opening. There isn't everyone running around getting abortions all day every day. Do you know? What well, I mean? what's the, what's I the current figure for
4: abortion then, in this country?
2: I, listen, let me, please, let me. Finish, Compared okay? to before the let referendum, okay, or listen, before the let legislation came in. Let me finish, please. Let me finish, please. Okay, you're talking about people having some dignity at the end of their lives. You know, people that have gone from full body, able body people that like what Nile said and described them with the groan, the moan, they can't, you know, they can't go to the bathroom for themselves, they can't wash themselves, they can't do anything. Do you know that way? And you're, you're happy to see them wither away in a bed until, literally until their last bed instead of giving them some dignity. Do you know what I mean? Some dignity. I've watched people literally at the end of their lives and they are, it's horrific. It's horrific. It is, yes, there's pain management. Yes, there is all of that. But the pain management, is it only does a certain amount. And it doesn't always cover the case where there's not a peep out of them. Do you know what I mean? I've seen one, I've, i When I described that there, where it's that moan and groan, I knew exactly what he was going to do. Exactly. Because I've heard it and I've seen it. And I've sat there beside someone while they were like that. Do you know what I mean? And I can tell you now, I know for me, if I had any kind of hair at that time I would have put them out on my misery because was I I'll I be honest
0: with you Maliki I'm sorry Rachel you know when, when I witnessed this particular individual you know you can't help but thinking would somebody just put a pillow over him because yeah. because oh. I know that person wanted to die and at that yeah. point in time literally gasping for air for, for hours and hours and hours on end
4: you see, isn't it a sad reflection on well, society... Well, well, hang on,
0: hang on, sorry, hang on, Rachel, hang on, let Maliki answer that.
4: Isn't it a sad reflection on society that instead of trying to create a caring, compassionate society where we have medical staff who are trained and employed to look after our sick and they're not under huge pressures, as, as they are now in, in the, it, what passes for a health system in this country, that instead of doing that, we're going to say, um, before somebody's born, we'll get rid of as many as we can. When people are sick and dying and unwell, we'll get rid of them as well. You know, when no, Simon Harris no, no. be rubbing no, no. his hands with someone glee, that that'll dying. cut the waiting lists. That that'll get rid of the he, bed. No, no no no, 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 no. Of
2: Maddie, course he is. It's not about getting rid of someone that's sick and dying. It's about giving someone in their last days. A last of dignity that they deserve. Absolutely,
4: see, if, that's that, they choose, if that's what they
0: choose, if that's what they choose.
4: Isn't this the same argument that, that we had during the other that referendum, that where we were told, "Oh, well, system. somebody will have Down syndrome, somebody will be um, will have a life-limiting condition, somebody will be deformed, and therefore it's better not to let them live. It's better to put them down before birth so that they don't have those afflictions." And that's the very same a very that was pro-life that was an life.
0: extreme pro-life view. Sorry, yes, yeah, go ahead, my Martina.
4: Maliki
5: compassion comes in many different forms. With the best will in the world, medication can only do so much. You cannot stand here and tell me that there is no person who is in a state of dying that is not in any pain as we speak in a hospital or at home at the moment in this country. That's completely, it's not factual. Are you telling me that's the case?
2: No, I'm
4: not telling you that's the case. But the no, reality you it, is you once legislation is comes have in to, to, have to, have to any allow, pain. and you may well say it's for this, the people who, who for instance, are, are bedridden and can't, you know, uh, do anything for themselves or whatever but the legislation will be watered down so that you know it'll come to a stage why bother allowing anybody to live over say 75 years of age Uh, well Rachel let me ask you a question
0: I mean one of the arguments against it is and one of the ones that makes me think about it is that we kind of make older people feel somewhat um, less valuable in other words if an old person is extremely sick that you know if we introduce legislation for euthanasia that they may feel like they're a burden on their family you know, and, yeah. and they they could be thinking to themselves, like, you're. they're sitting there, you're dying in your bed, and you're thinking, gosh, maybe my family think I'll be better off if they didn't yeah. have to and visit me in hospital. And, and so. A
4: lot of old people already I mean, feel I mean, that
0: way. So, being it, so it, okay, okay but, but, but is that, that not going to make that, that situation worse, Rachel, no, if okay, we have legalised euthanasia?
2: Okay, let me explain. I would actually, I, I totally, totally actually agree with you on that. And I, and I do think that that is how some, maybe a lot, actually, of older people, how they would feel... And I would actually think before it would even be passed, it would have to be a rigorous kind of... It would need to be kind of, say, counsel and support. A whole range of things, kind of, say, support, or mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain Just it. As Ireland, Is don't do it? any of that
4: kind
0: just, of stuff. We tend not no. to do it very well, no.
2: Sorry, can Matt, I, can let I finish what? more? Sorry, but... OK. I just think there should be a, a certain um, God, um way of handling it, force before, say, OK, yes we've reached that decision. Do you know what I mean? I think definitely, even if a person is older, and it's not just about older people, because it's not just older people that get cancer, that get brain tumours, that get all these things. It's people from all ages, from all ages. And it's like, even with the older people, it's like, no, I don't think you should be just knocking out every old person that feels that way. I think there's a lot of things that should be done for us. A lot of things. And I think it should only be done in cases of people that are actually... They haven't got... Like they terminally ill,
0: terminally ill. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, but sorry, just very I quickly, just Martina, I have to wrap it up, yeah.
5: Very quickly, can I just ask Maliki, there's been a few cases there um, in this country of people who, for example, I'm just going to take MS or uh, uh, whatever um, illness, that they have completely sound of mind and they have to campaign and go to court in that state of illness to Well, Mary Fleming defy- would be the most famous yes. case, yes. How do you feel about those, per- those people, Maliki? Do you feel that they absolutely should not have the right to do
4: that? Well, you see, anybody has the right to take their own life. No, no, but they want no, to but do it. No, but what she just, was like, looking for them. was somebody else to do it for her, right? No, okay. I don't think she should have that right. Really? No. Wow. I think okay. she should have the Good right opinion. to take her own life if she wants. Okay,
5: but that's fine. She okay, doesn't,
4: no, uh, I okay. shouldn't have the right to do it for her, which is effectively what you're saying.
5: Okay. Say if she were in a position where she was able to do something herself, would you agree with that? She should be allowed. That's to that? her own. Pro- yes, I, I've no.
4: I mean, so I'm not opposed to that. I think it, I, I, I still think she's wrong. But so if somebody takes their own life, that's
5: okay. So do you think so very quickly that I should be able to put something in writing now that would either trust me or my next of kin to make that choice for no, me? to well, you see, I be in that position? Your
4: next of kin, then, that is somebody else. It doesn't you matter whether believe. you're making the decision. No, I don't believe that you're next. Well, I am looking to
5: make it. the decision, but I'm saying if I'm in such a vulnerable position in the future, that that person, I would trust them to make the, the um, decision for me if it were legal. You don't agree with that either, no?
4: Look, there are people who today trust somebody to make a decision. People, there's probably 100 people getting married today who trust the person they're marrying. Half of them people won't trust their partner okay, in 10 now, years.
0: OK, okay right. listen, I have to wrap it up. Thank you very much. It's a good point, Maliki uh, Thank you very much, indeed, Maliki Steenson and also Martina, Rachel and everybody else, Paul and everybody else got involved in that conversation earlier on. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall
5: Boiling Show.
1: Classic hits.